Femininity is powerful in all its forms. Exceptional women, rare girls must be appreciated in every way for their perspectives, actions, thoughts, and their unique ways of being. Such rare girls are inspiring. And this is what this podcast is all about. Hello, my name is Aziz and my guest today is Katerina Pogrebniak. Kate is a Bachelor of International Relations and Social Communications at Boris Grichenko Kiev University. Also, she is currently studying coaching and psychology. Kate is a polyglot who loves learning foreign languages. She speaks Ukrainian, Russian, English, as well as developing her knowledge of German, French, and Turkish. Kate is a dancer with 15 years of experience, including ballet, jazz, funk, and heels. She loves traveling, exploring other countries and cultures, and she was a productive member of ISEC in Kiev. Currently, Kate is a coach psychologist as well as an English-German tutor, and she is in Germany uh, aiming to be an active volunteer because her goal is to change people's lives. In the future, Kate wants to represent Ukraine in the international arenas and to use her knowledge of international relations to support her country. Kate, how are you today? Hello, I'm fine. The weather is also so nice. So my mood also is great. And you? I'm happy for you. I'm feeling positive. I'm feeling grateful and very curious about you. So I will begin with this simple question, which reveals a lot. If your friends were to describe your personality, what would they say? Okay, interesting question. I think uh, they would say uh, that I'm at first I'm shy and a little bit cold with like people. Uh, who I didn't know, but um, then when they get to know me better, uh, then I am a very reliable person and um, they can trust me. Uh, and uh, also I think uh, they would say that I'm very uh, confident and uh, like hardworking because I'm always working and they see it. Thank you. So at first you have like a bitch face <laughs> and you're cold and you don't open your emotions to people, but you're hardworking, and if people get to know you, you're trustworthy. Did I understand correct? Yes, correct. Why do you feel or more comfortable being cold at first? Because, you know, there are people in this world who are open from the very first second. Did you ever experience that situation where you meet someone and you feel, oh, wow, I feel open to them i feel i know them for many many years um yes i had such situations also um i don't know why i'm um, at first like a little bit cold um i think because uh, i need to get to know the person more and then i can trust uh, this person better um, but um, i think i'm not just so cold in uh, like you mean it i mean cold in so I don't trust all my secrets, all my histories, and like at the first uh, time, I just talk with a person about I don't know uh, politics, about uh, um, myself, in themselves, but not like uh, about my um, my uh, like 
um, my moods, my um, thoughts, and so on. Thank you. And you mentioned trust three times. You said you're trustworthy, you need time to trust the person, it's important for you. What does trust mean? And what are the characteristics of people that you trust? Um, trust for me is that uh, I can tell something to the person and uh, then this person wouldn't tell uh, nobody that I have told. Uh, and the characteristic of trust for the person that I can rely on, um, I think that is just uh, close friends. At first, it should be my close friends. Um, that's like there uh, there were situations in which I understood that I can rely on this person. Um, and but I think uh, it it will come with time. So at first, I can't say is the person trustful or not trustful. Thank you. You said it comes with time and that time is required. Now that you moved to Germany, well, how is your experience with making new friends? Do you find it difficult? Do you find it easy? Do you find you need much more time? How much is enough? Is it like a year? Is it a month? Is it a week? Like what is to you that concept of the time necessary for trust and now that you're in a new environment how did you handle new connections new relationships new friendships okay, at first i can say that uh, here it is more easier uh, for me to communicate of course it's like another language so english german but it's really easier for me uh, because like in ukraine i had uh, like close friends but not so many and here, so at first, like two months, of course, I um, didn't speak to um, anybody. I just sat in my room and, oh, it's, uh, yeah. But then I understood that I should do something. And um, I started to, um, to like, look for people that live here, like German, and uh, not all, only German, so like all nationalities, uh, yeah. And um, I started to communicate with them, uh, and now it is really easier for me to uh, like make friends with somebody because maybe it's because that I don't know uh, a lot of people here, and uh, we don't have like any connections with these people who live here, and to understand that if I wouldn't do this, I will be alone here, and uh, for me. Uh, I can't say that I can trust them or something like this because it's like uh, not friends, like not close friends, but uh, if we're talking just about like, to hang out with someone, somebody, uh, to communicate, to share some thoughts uh, and not so close relations. Uh, so yeah, it is really easier for me. And uh, I do hear that I have never done in Ukraine. I mean, like uh, communicating with such a, a lot of people. Thank you. That seems so interesting. And I can guess that psychology was both very useful in understanding people. But did, were you motivated to learn psychology so that you understand people, you don't feel alone? Or was it more to understand your own self and for your own self-discovery? First, it was like not uh, direct psychology. It was Enneagram. Maybe you heard about it. It's like uh, yeah, types of personality. And first, I uh, studied Enneagram like, for a year. 
Um, and then uh, I understood that I want to study something more deeply. And yeah, and then I, uh, in that school, I started to learn psychology, all in all, yeah, psychology with Alcineagram. So at first it was to, like, it's Enneagram is all, like, both for understanding myself and for understanding, like, in other people. So it is, like, connection. So, yeah, it really helped me and helps me now. Um, psychology also, I understand what I feel, what I need to do, my goals, and I can um, easier talk with uh, people to understand what they want from me, from the world, and so on. Like, to find um, the language with everybody. I like that. And why is that important for you? Is it, I don't know, I'm starting to imagine, since you love to travel and to explore new places and new cultures, you love to learn new languages and psychology, what I can see common between them, is that you want to feel connected to people anywhere you go and not like a stranger or someone who has a distance between you and the goodness of people or their nature. Is this correct? Or tell me, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, you're correct. And I think languages also is a very big part of it because like I know people here, like Ukrainian people here who come here and uh, my friends, for example, and they don't know German and even English. And for them, it is so um, difficult uh, to ju just communicate with someone. And for me, like languages, psychology, and uh, openness to people, yeah, it's like um, all work together. Uh, and for me, yeah, it's really important not to feel alone, even when I'm just far away from my family, from my home. Uh, have people here also. Thank you. Yes, you said it's important for you to not feel alone. And before you said you're cold at first, you don't open up easily. So it seems to me like a paradox. How can it be reconciled that in the beginning you can just speak about impersonal things like the news and politics, which is not really connection, and at the same time, you would love to feel like you're speaking to someone who you can trust, who will never share your secrets. And that deep bond is really something that seems to be valuable for you. Uh, maybe yes. From the first point, it looks like this. But uh, I think I uh, like the first question was how my friends would describe me. I think that they would say that I'm cold a little bit, but uh, it's uh, like for a year ago yeah, or two years ago, I was really cold at first. But now, especially when I am here, so now I'm not completely, but really different from that it was uh, in Ukraine. Um, but I think, um, so I don't know how it mix in me, <laughs> but uh, I think it also depends on person. So uh, when I talk to person like, for first time, um, like it's like intuition, um, I can say that uh, with some people I feel very uh, relaxed and I'm open to them. And with some people I don't want to speak. And uh, yeah, sometimes, so when I don't speak with person, like at first, I can think uh, I don't want to communicate with this person. Uh, I don't know why, but I think so. And sometimes 
And so in this situation, I'm cold. But when I start to talk with person, I change my mind completely. And I think, oh, why I have thought about the uh, such in such way? Because this person is very lovely. And then we can become friends. Yeah. So it's like something like this. Thank you. That's really interesting. And I'm curious about something since you're now an Enneagram expert. Do you feel it's liberating in that when you speak to people, you can understand their personality and communicate with them in a way where you can both connect? Or does it create some subconscious prejudice where you think, oh, I get along with one, two, three type of personality and I'm bad to get along with uh, four, five, six. And so if you find someone from the wrong personality, you don't give them a chance. You're like, no, 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 they're not my people. Or like, because it could be, you know, some people can do it where even with astrology or whatever, where they say, oh, my sign doesn't work with this other sign. So if I meet someone from there, I will not communicate much with them because it's not useful. Yeah, I understand. Uh, yes, it was uh, like when I just started learning Enneagram. Uh, even when I um, didn't know like what which type am I, I thought, oh, I like these types and I don't like these types. Uh, but it was only the first time. And I think like when you're learning something, just not only psychology, it can be so that you would divide person, uh, people, you divide all, yeah, uh, in some categories. But then when you, um, when I studied it deeply and uh, my uh, teachers, like, uh, they also said that we shouldn't do this. It's, it is not okay to divide that uh, all types are good. Um, all types have like negative uh, characteristics and positive and like the goal of an diagram to understand all types but not to say I, I would speak only with this type and this type uh, and um, I can say that at first so I don't like feel that um, I can say like at first glance that oh you are just this type and this type so at first like diagram is very deep um, in knowledge and you should uh, really get to know a person and then only you can say i think you type this because like at the first glance it can be very uh, confusing because not uh, even experts uh, in enneagram uh, they couldn't say that you are um, just this type and it's hundred uh, percent so then it can change with mind thank you that's fascinating and even beyond the thinking and the brain in order to analyze people are you an empath have you always had the ability to feel people's energy people's personalities people's aura almost or you didn't have that and that's why you felt it's important to develop your psychological understandings i think at first i was um uh, too um how can I say it? Uh, I felt a lot about uh, people, and so um, I was not so good alone. So I mean that uh, when I was with my friend, uh, when my friend is happy, I'm also happy. When my friend is sad, I'm also sad. So uh, it was confusing for me, and I uh, didn't want to uh, like have the same mood that uh, people with me have. And I started to learn psychology, understand myself and not to be connected with people in such way so like uh, not to be them like be 
with myself. I understand. I'm an empath as well. I have grown up in that way where I can feel people deeply. And when they're angry, I always use when I was like a kid, I thought it's my fault. What did I do? I didn't do anything. And then you try to help them and they're not helped. And you're like, I don't know, I'm making them angry and I don't know how to fix it. But it's not. But for now, I don't know. For me, it was more meditation where you can meditate on the emotions. And therefore, when I walk in the street, I feel all the energies or the moods of everything, even the cats and the dogs and (laughs) all that. And so have you ever... Like, I mean, it's part of you. You cannot really change it or stop it. Do you sometimes meet people or even see them without even meeting them? And you feel, oh my God, their energy is different. There is some glow or passion in their eyes or something like that that comes through them. Or you're like being more introspective because it's possible if I only look uh, like at the sky or down or whatever, then maybe I don't get their energy. Are you someone who's in tune with everybody and you notice unique energies, etc.? Or you're trying really to protect yourself from um, other moods and uh, feelings? I think like uh, with the help of psychology, now I can um, compare uh, and not divide uh, these two parts. Like I uh, feel the mood, but I don't. Uh, uh, the, I don't. I feel them like a distance. So I can say uh, this person is energetic. Uh, I like this. Uh, um, I think he has like s- such character and so on. So I like to read people. Okay? But I don't, uh, I don't feel their problems by myself. So it's like, uh, like, uh, how can I say it? I divide this. So like, it's uh, in psychology, in coaching, it is very important uh, not to take all problems, all thoughts uh, in in my own world. For sure, and it's an issue too, not only to that, but to people who become therapists and coaches. I remember I had a friend and she is a psychotherapist and at the end of the day because people are speaking about their problems all day long she's like oh my god i feel full of all the problems of the world since one of your goals or the thing you're working towards and even your profession now is a coach psychologist first what motivated you to choose this what's interesting and second Uh, Do you use the same techniques or how do you protect yourself? Because often people come to you because they have a problem or they're sad, not really because they're so happy they want to be happier. Why did I choose it? So, uh, yeah, I I was like on the second course in that time, like uh, international relations in my university. Uh, And I thought, why not to start uh, something different uh, in parallel with studying? Also, I can do something. Yeah, so I um, started with this psychology course uh, because yeah, I have always wanted to understand uh, people people more. And so when I was like, in second course, and that time I had uh, I I don't know what exactly was that, but yeah, I felt really lonely. Just I had a lot of friends, I had people with whom to communicate, but in my head I was lonely. So I decided to learn why is it so, and yeah, and so on. And um, how I protect myself, uh, yeah, it's like a technique in psychology. 
uh, I don't uh, feel like I should uh, tell this because it's uh, really long, but uh, it's all in mind. So you can, if you don't want to uh, like have all these worst problems into yourself, you just can say stop to you. So it's really uh, easy, but not a lot of people do this and uh, understand the importance of just uh, that how they think. Um, so it will be just and just idea. Thank you. And you mentioned lonely or loneliness three times. What is the problem with loneliness? What is the issue? Let's say you're feeling lonely. Why is that bad? How do you feel? And what's the opposite of it? Because what I heard is you don't want to be lonely and you need trust in order for you to be with people, whether hanging out or being best friends so that you're not lonely. So what is for you bad about loneliness? And what is the opposite that you want that is the thing that will make your life more interesting or deeper okay uh i can say that uh, i felt lonely so uh, now i don't feel like this um what it was in that time from loneliness that i uh i wanted all people to to communicate with me and so i have for example 100 people that communicate with me and one people person yes so it's uh, this person doesn't want to talk with me and so oh my god i feel lonely so it was I don't know what was it, it's all in my head was. But now I think that loneliness is okay, but um, so you, uh, like the person um, should, uh, should learn how to um, be uh, alone. So it's really hard because uh, like when we are children, uh, we always we are with somebody, with parents, with friends, uh, in school and so on. But in adult life, it's really important to be only with myself, uh, to go for a walk, and to uh, be my mind. So now I think, look, I think uh, loneliness is not so good word. Just to be in connection with myself. So it's not loneliness. It's a little bit different. Uh, so now, uh, like a different word uh, from loneliness, opposite word. Uh, it's yeah, like connection with to be in connection with myself and uh, to to not know how to build like good relations with people in any ways. Thank you. That's interesting. You say like if you had one hundred people who communicated with you and one person ignored you, you felt lonely. Well, does this also imply? Because it seems to me that. If you had that attitude, you'll be much more attracted and interested in bad boys rather than good guys, because good guys will communicate, while bad boys will create drama and things like that. Is this correct? And what's your opinion about, like, some uh, girls will say good guys are responsible, but they're so boring, while bad boys are risky, but they make life exciting and full of emotions. I think, like... Uh, girls who say that boys are better, they are not so mature. So uh, when like girl need to these emotions, this a lot of adrenaline and so on. So it's like not mature girl that uh, looks for only for like, emotions because uh, she, yeah, this, so this girl can't be alone. Or can't she's not in connection with herself, uh, but. I don't divide also people in like bad boys, for example, you have bad boys and good boys. 
uh, I, I don't think that good boys are boring because like for me good boy is uh, with uh, correct correct is also not so good boy but uh, will be yeah so good uh, principles in life uh, so they just know what they want from himself from uh, yeah, from life from career and so on but it doesn't mean that these boys uh, can do something unexpected something uh, strange in in a positive way or something uh, like go for extreme sports uh, extreme adventure so it isn't so like the bad boy doesn't mean that they are boring they see it only at home and don't speak with Andy. i understand thank you and for you how was that day of february 24th how did you discover the war how did you hear about it how did you feel tell me the story i can tend to say that me and my family like we uh, we uh, we thought that it will would be something, but we uh, didn't believe it in war. Like, uh, and I have packed my little suitcase and uh, three uh, three days before, uh, and um, I have chat with my friends, uh, and they uh, every day we like uh, in the morning we say. Oh, everything is okay. Everything will be okay. Yeah, but uh, on the twenty uh, fourth, like I wake up uh, at five or a little bit this. Yeah, so I heard that my mother was talking uh, on the phone with somebody, and uh, then I like first time, uh, first thing that I do when I wake up every morning is like uh, checking my handy. Uh, so I heard my mother is talking, but I like it was dark. But in seven a.m. it's also dark, so I just checked my phone. I, I thought everything is okay. My parents will go to work. It's okay, and I I saw like five uh, o'clock, and my friends uh, were already wake up. Yeah, and they like chatted to me. They have phoned me also, and then in Telegram there are a lot of channels, uh, like news channels, and there uh, I found out. Then I. We came to my parents, they also told me, and we started to think what we should do. Uh, we had a plan, yeah, so we just, okay, we will go there, and yeah, it's... Thank you, I understand very well. And since your dream or one of your goals is to use your international relations knowledge to help Ukraine, what are some examples of things you think you can do, or other Ukrainians as well, who are studying diplomacy, international relations, that maybe will give them some ideas so that together everyone supports Ukraine. Yes, so at first I can say that every person can support Ukraine. It doesn't depend on diplomacy or what they studied. Uh, but um, when I say about diplomacy, uh, I don't know what I will do in my future, future career. But now I just want to like, be a volunteer here uh, to uh, communicate it with two parts, like one side Ukrainians and one side German. So it's uh, it's also maybe diplomacy. But then uh, like my goal maybe to represent really Ukraine uh, here or when I, I don't know when I will return to Ukraine so I can uh, work from Ukraine to also like build relations from Ukraine with German. Uh, so I don't know yet uh, like exact what I will do, 
but I think it will be something really important like, because one uh, every yeah, person can do something important and then it will be a like, really big uh, honor to all in Ukraine. I agree. Thank you, Kate. This was such an interesting conversation, truly enriching, and all I can say is Slava Ukraini. Slava. <laughs> thank you. I wish you a good day and thank you again. Thank you.